Hey everyone, David Kern here. Just wanted to let you know that this episode of The Daily Poem is sponsored by an exciting new book from the Circe Press. It's called Legends of the Round Table. If you love Arthuriana, you know how hard it can be to find accessible, child-friendly collections of your favorite tales. A few years ago, Circe set out to make just such a collection so you don't have to. They took the most loved tales in the most beautiful language and added discussion questions to enable read-alouds or personal contemplation. Grab your copy of this beautiful collection of Arthurian tales for all ages to bring chivalry, valor, and feasting into your home this summer. Learn more about it on their website, circeinstitute.org books, or by clicking the link in the show notes. And with that, here's today's episode. Welcome back to The Daily Poem, a podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Wednesday, June 14th, 2023. Today's poem is by Robert Herrick, a British poet, born 1591, died 1674, a contemporary of William Shakespeare's. Herrick would eventually take holy orders as a priest in the Church of England, but before that, he spent a number of years living in London, which was a happening literary scene at the time, as a member of the Sons of Ben, or the Tribe of Ben, uh, a group of gifted poets who orbited around uh, Ben Jonson, the great uh, poet and playwright and uh, Shakespeare's chief professional rival at the time. The poem for today is called To Daffodils. I'll read it once, offer a few comments, and then uh, close out with a second reading of the poem. To Daffodils. Fair daffodils, we weep to see you haste away so soon, as yet the early rising sun has not attained his noon. Stay, stay, until the hasting day has run but to the even song, and having prayed together, we will go with you along. We have short time to stay as you, we have as short a spring, as quick a growth to meet decay as you or anything. We die as your hours do, and dry away like to the summer's rain, or as the pearls of morning to do, ne'er to be found again. Robert Herrick's most well-known poem is probably To the Virgins to Make Much of Time, that poem that begins, Gather ye rosebuds while ye may. Uh, and that poem fits into a kind of thematic genre or subgenre we call carpe diem poems. Some of these poems, uh, like the ones John Donne wrote as a young man, uh, can be a little lewd or racy and are often encouraging uh, young people, particularly women, to make unresponsible decisions in their youth because things like their beauty uh, won't last forever. Uh, Herrick's poem is uh, a more chaste and conservative uh, version of that carpe diem poem uh, in which he uh, gives some sounder counsel to young ladies, uh, nevertheless, to make use of their youthful beauty and their youthful energies while they have them because they are a gift of God that will not last like uh, flowers. This contemplation of flowers to daffodils is not a carpe diem poem on the face, uh, but a memento mori poem, uh, a reminder of death. And maybe those two genres are uh, just two sides of the same coin. 
because in remembering death, perhaps one is spurred on to uh, appreciate the life that they have at present. Uh, this is also a sharp contrast with another famous poem about daffodils. Uh, William Wordsworth, a uh, century and a half later, would write, I wandered lonely as a cloud about uh, sublime, uh, transporting beauty of 10,000 daffodils. In that poem, Wordsworth writes, a poet could not but be gay in such a jocund company, this company of uh, the field of daffodils. Robert Herrick, he finds a way to not be gay in this poem. Uh, he begins with an address to uh, the beauty of the daffodils, fair daffodils. But then immediately, uh, the tone turns to one of lament. We weep to see you haste away so soon. The daffodil is a beautiful uh, but transient thing. And uh, he appeals to them to, to stay. We'll, we'll say our evening prayers, and then we'll go along together. Uh, and that's where the second stanza uh, takes the fleeting beauty and life of the daffodil as a kind of springboard to reflect on the relatively short uh, life of man as well. We have short time to stay as you. We have as short a spring, as quick a growth to meet decay as you or anything. So there, then this reflection becomes universalized. Nothing seems to last, no matter how good or how beautiful uh, or pleasing it seems to be. Visually, this poem. Uh, if you can find a copy to look at, uh, suggests and imitates a field of daffodils. The lines are of an irregular length, uh, but that pattern of irregularity repeats perfectly, uh, or almost perfectly, uh, in the second stanza. So there's a kind of disorderedness to it, like a field of daffodils might have uh, Flowers of varying length, a clump of five over here, one or two solitary flowers over there. Uh, and yet there is also a kind of repeating order in it. Uh, every daffodil in that field uh, shares some familiar common quality. The rhyme scheme in the poem works in a similar way. Herrick chooses just a handful of rhyming sounds to repeat. Uh, so you hear a familiar sound at the end of a number of lines, but there's no discernible, orderly rhyme scheme. Again, like you might be able to recognize that every flower in a field of daffodils is in fact a daffodil, uh, but there's still something that eludes our desire to find a pattern uh, or a rationale uh, to, their, to their groupings, to their length, to their shapes and sizes. And this is true, Herrick says, of life as well. There's a discernible pattern to our existence. Uh, we come into this world as fair things, and yet we die. But there's some greater pattern uh, that eludes us, some reason for this uh, disappearance of good or beautiful things that uh, does not appear in this poem, because uh, I assume Herrick or the speaker of the poem can't discern it. 
Nevertheless, though, the poem ends uh, with a somber reflection that we die and dry away, never to be found again. Daffodils are a perennial flower. They're a bulb flower. And so the daffodils that disappear one season, though you may think them gone forever, will in fact return again the next year. Perhaps even in Herrick's mind, so will we. One more time to daffodils. Fair daffodils, we weep to see you haste away so soon, as yet the early rising sun has not attained his noon. Stay, stay until the hasting day has run but to the evensong, and having prayed together, we will go with you along. We have short time to stay as you. We have as short a spring, as quick growth to meet decay as you or anything. We die as your hours do and dry away like to the summer's rain or as the pearls of morning's dew ne'er to be found again. This has been The Daily Poem. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support this show, which we really do appreciate, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios and here at The Daily Poem, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.